0: Hi, and welcome back to Attack of Final Fantasy, the podcast where IP tried to complete every single Final Fantasy game using Attack only. And this is the month of Final Fantasy VII. Hello again. Um, New episode of Airship Airwaves dropped today, so if you haven't checked that out, go and have a little bit of a listen. It's pretty cool. And this is part five of the Crisis Core run. We've got this and then there's one more part and that'll be Crisis Core done with. Well, hopefully, if I do it. Cool. Uh, just follow at Select the Stack on Twitter, all the links and stuff down below, as you know. And I will speak with you tomorrow. The next chapter opens with a cutscene, and Angie was like, you called yourself a soldier? You're nothing but a dickhead. And he's got the bus sword, and he turns to walk away with his one fluffy wing. And it seems that Zack's inside of a tank because he's like, you wait!" and pushes his hand against the tank. There's bubbles, but I don't know how he screamed under the water. Also, wife just made a very good point. How did he get the bus sword back as well? Awful. Then there's another cut scene. Where Zach stood in a pool of water and this feather falls from the sky, and he's like, Those wings, I want them too. Then these single notes on a piano play out, and honest God, I thought it was going to be a Jurassic Park theme because it went, and I was expecting, It's a dinosaur! I was expecting that. Then at the end of that cutscene, everything shatters. And there's a new cutscene where this nerd in a lab coat walks into the room that Zack and Cloud are in. And um, Zack's lead on the floor having shattered out of his little tube thing. And Zack gets up and knocks his nerd out. Fucking punching nerd. Then Zack walks over and releases Cloud. Oh, and he catches him in his arms as he falls. It must be love, love, love. Doo-doo. I speak with the scientist when I get control of Zach, and he doesn't say anything back because Zach knocked him the fuck out. Um, but he does have a dress key on him. So I pick that up, and I'm going to talk to Cloud. He just says, hmm. And I'm beginning to wonder whether Cloud is actually framed from Dark Souls. I try to leave the room but Zach goes back for Cloud and he sits him down in the next area and says, wait here, I'll go clear the way. Oh. I go in to see if Vincent wants to help me out but he's still in his coffin I can't actually interact with it. At the end of the room I head up the ladder and I start to wonder, how is he going to get Cloud up this ladder? But he manages it, don't know how, but he does and now Cloud sat on a bed. All right, that key actually opened up those wardrobes in that room from last time. I get a soldier outfit and 5,000 gil. I don't think I've brought anything other than potions in this whole game. After getting this outfit, I tried to go back to Cloud because I figured that he would need to get into it, but that's not the case. So I guess I have to try to leave the mansion or mana or whatever they decided to call it in this one yep sure enough i go to the main doors and zach goes okay it's safe now and he starts hobbling cloud out then he props cloud against the wall and i've got to clear the area once again also i've just noticed that the back of zach's heels hit the buster sword as he runs so that's got to be painful I clear the area by killing no monsters and once again we hobble Cloud to the next part. And the town has been restored to what it was before and these infantry men come running in and they think we're trying to escape and they'll be right, that's exactly what we're trying to do. They start dragging Cloud back and I'm into a fight basically what I have to do is kill a certain amount of enemies before they manage to drag Cloud to the exit Zack still bloody flips his sword around at the end of every battle as if he's got time to do him out when Cloud's been dragged away and the last guy runs away Zack says to himself what is wrong with me today how could these guys give me so much trouble and Zack let's be completely honest here buddy you were taking them down in one hit sometimes you are doing 9999 nine, 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 nine damage like you were fine but no we've got to go back to the mansion to regroup so we go back to the place where we've been held prisoner to rest up because we're wise so it turns out that Cloud's got Mako poisoning and because Zach's been through the soldier program he's more used to Mako ok and then those those clothes that I found in the wardrobe back there he slaps in on Cloud, and it's Cloud's new uniform. Well, old uniform, but the uniform he goes into Final Fantasy VII with. In this room, Zack has a flashback to when um, Aerith gave him that list of chores to do. Uh, but it turns out it was just one chore, and it was just spend more time with Aerith. So he's decided right now that he has to get back to Midgar, and Cloud's got to come with him. So, yep. I get through Nibbleheim without much trouble at all and Zach goes back for Cloud. We prop Cloud against the rock and go and have a look around in um, well Nibble Plains apparently, oh this looks like a windy corridor as it always has been. And suddenly I'm back playing Dodge Cerberus because I've got to shoot some enemies with a gun. I can get kill points to upgrade this gun as well which is pretty cool Zack picks up a gun and he's like this isn't really soldier's style it's like not your soldier's nobody I take out the first enemy without too much trouble the next one fled and to be completely honest I'm thinking about just running through this part because I don't care when I try to run through I've got to fight enemies anyway but it's way easier with my sword I make it down to a beach, and it's very serene and lovely. The moon's in the sky, and I save my game. Zack comes across a lighthouse. I never saw this in Final Fantasy VII, so I wonder whether it gets destroyed or not. Sisne comes across the beach, probably on a midnight walk, and she says to Zack, You're actually a fugitive now, so I've got to take you in. And Zack's like, No, please, just walk away. And she's like, No. I'm sorry. This is my job. She attacks and Zack deflects it and then Zack runs away. Back to Cloud. Cisne finds Zack by Cloud and she lets him get away. Um, Every time that Zack says Cisne, it sounds like he's sneezing. But she does give us keys to a very cool motorbike. And it's got a sidecar which Cloud's in and it's adorable. Bless him. So we're screaming along this motorway like a bat of hell, <laughs> like a Zack out of hell, like a Zack out of Hojo's lab, and we get stopped by Genesis and a couple of goons. Genesis recites some more of that wanky play he likes, and then one of the goons eats Zack hair, and Zack is absolutely disgusted by this, more disgusted than just being told that he's got a modified version of Genova running through his body genesis and one of the goons flies off and the one that ate zach's hair transformed into this monster that we're gonna kill yay wow i mean, red health this thing is kicking my ass i thought i was over- oh i've killed it never mind they bring motorbike to a stop in a canyon type area and cloud is still unconscious but zach keeps speaking to him um and he says that it's his hometown so we're getting Gongaga? I think it's Gongaga. Zack confirms it's Gongaga. Zack decides he can't go to his house because there might be an ambush, but he's worried about his parents and he tells Cloud to stay where he is. <laughs> I cannot wait for the back half of Remake to come around and Cloud to be completely useless. Like he was in 7 and like he is in this. I'm at the Destroyed Reactor and there's a guy here that says, I can see a chest over there but there's rubble blocking the way." That giant sword of yours could probably clear the rubble though and then he disappears. So I'm going to clear this rubble. In the first chest I get a Hypno crown second chest is 6,000 gil, but... useless. And the third chest is a griffin. But I've got to kill. A classic twist on the old monster in the box. What they're doing with these boxes, we'll never know. Who's putting these monsters into boxes, we'll never know. And there's another chest that's shaking behind another barrier, so I'm going to break it open and see what's inside. It's another griffin... I wonder if Harry Potter knows his griffins are all about the place. The wife just corrected me that they're hippogriffs, not griffins. My mistake. It wasn't plagiarism after all. Right, now I'm in the Gongaga outskirts and I'm going to make my way. I'm not really sure where I'm going. I don't know if we're going to Zach's hometown or not. That looks like a graveyard down there that I'm just on my map. Uh, Yeah, so I'll have a little look around and I'll check back in. There's a cutscene in the Gongaga village where it's all boarded up and Sisney's here. She's like, didn't you think this would be the first place we'd look? And Zach's like, yeah, well, we'll be going. And then she's like, be careful, there's another target in the area. And he's like, who? And she's like, Angeo. And I'm all like... <gasps> Zack doesn't understand why Angio's come to look for him. Um... Uh, but he tries to warn him and just shouts into the sky, run away while she can because the Turks are here. And then Sisney's like, you've got 10 minutes and then I'm going to go back to the Turks. There's a small conversation about Zach's parents and them asking Sisney to be part of a family or some something. I don't know. Um, but it turns out Sisney isn't her real name. We don't know what it is. And Angie was there watching and he flies off. We run after Angel, and he flies off a cliff edge. Then Genesis copies come and attack, and they're like, S-cells. And Zack's like, I don't have any S-cells. Now Hollander's here, and he's got a tiny little stupid black wing. I don't remember this happening. Okay, that's because we didn't see it happen to Hollander. Apparently Genesis nearly killed him, so he had to borrow some of Genesis' cell. Genesis's cell's genesis's cells to uh stop himself from dying and zach's like you know you're degrading and honestly no shit zach look at the guy i think he knows so it turns out that cloud has pure s cells in his body whatever the fuck that means and genesis is here too and Hollander and these two Genesis copies fly off, I guess, to go for Cloud. And Genesis sticks his arm out as as Zack sort of makes him move forward. And he's like, do you know the verse in Act 4 that leads into the final act? It's like, no, Genesis, you're the only one that's read this wanky play. Shut up. I would absolutely love a Final Fantasy game where the villains are all like poetic and like, oh, the final act is upon them, and then the heroes are just like, oh, fuck off! Just can we just fight? Do you know what I mean? Like, I would love that. Then, after reciting this this bit of wank to Zack, he flies off, and Zack's got to get back to Cloud. So we're doing a light jog back down to Cloud now. Gonna save here. When we get there, Hollander's creeping really slowly towards Cloud, as if to be like, Alright, I know I've gotta have a fight in a minute, so I'm just gonna take my time here. And Zach runs in and he's like, Cloud, run. It's like Cloud's unconscious, he's not gonna do anything. He's completely useless. <laughs> Then Angel flies in to save the day like a fucking superhero and Hollander knocks him off his feet, but he gets back up. Then he has a whiskey drink, he has a lager drink, he has a cider drink. drink. Hollander starts running, so we run after him and he looks like he's got a headache. Uh, But it looks like we're about to cut his head off, so that won't matter anymore. Then he does this move called Demonition Missile where he gets a missile out of his little side satchel bag thing. Ridiculous. And I'm on Red Health now. But I kill him, so all's good. So it turns out this Angel isn't Angele at all. It's a Daniel copy. And it's actually the Doctor Director, Lazard. So the Doctor Director has a want to save the, I was going to say universe, but it's probably not that big, just the world. Um, and Zack surmises that this is because he's an angel copy and he's got Angel inside of him. The Doctor Director then asks Zach what his dream is. And Zach's like, hmm, I want to be a hero. And it's like, mm, okay, all right. Zach asks the Doctor Director Angel Lazard um, guy <laughs> to help him save the world and the doctor director and Lazard guy is like so where is Genesis and Zach's just like oh! and holds out a dumb apple I don't know what he's doing but that's the end of the chapter at the start of the next chapter we come screaming in on our motorbike to a quiet little sleep town of Benora and Zach realises that Genesis here because Genesis is always carrying a dumb apple around with him. And the whole place is pretty much just a crater in the ground, and you can see the live stream through it. Um, and it sort of reminds me of Medil after that place gets destroyed. Zach asks Dr. Director Angel Lazard to look after Cloud for him. And now I'm in control of Zach again, so I go into the next area. I get to a pit and it says that if I go down here, I probably can't get back up. So I choose to look around a little more, but there's nothing here. So I'm going to head down. Zach finds some seemingly old mining tunnels. Zach discovers a book about Genesis winning a prize for making Benora apple juice. Um, and then he hears a roar further down the tunnel. And now he's wondering if there's anything he can do to save Genesis. <laughs> Just don't bother, mate. <laughs> Come on. So we head further into the tunnels. I pick up a light material, which is one of the goddess materials, whatever the hell they are. I find a heather material, which is another goddess materia. I go through a door into an area with some cells. Um, I go into one of the cells and there's a hole in the wall. When I go through the hole, it seems to take me to further into the dungeon. So I come back for now. At the end of these cells, there's a door with a behemoth looking monster on the other side and I can't get through. I need the key. So that's all I could do here. So I'm going to go back to the caverns now i'm in an underground lake and oh i see a chest life materia cool i'm assuming that's one of the goddess ones that i'm after oh there's another chest and that's the being materia cool oh there's another chest over sabbath materia i've examined uh Part of where the live stream seems to be coming up from the ground, and I'm in a fight with a monster. It seems to be taking him forever to kill. Oh, after killing it, the live stream beam disappeared. So I wonder if there's more. Oh, there's one over there. Let's go get that. Okay, that one said the live stream has ascended and been crystallized. So whatever the hell that means. Same with the next one I check, and this one is exactly the same as well, so I don't know, don't know what that was all about. There's an opening the other side of this lake, but I can't get to it because there's a gap between me and it. So I'm going to head back to where I came from. I find another chest with star material in it. I've gone through to an area called Portal of Severance and there's a machine here with holes in it, materia sized holes and I've got six of these materia and I need seven so I've got to hunt down the last one I've been running around for ages now trying to find this last um, uh, what's it called I was going to call it a magicite but it's not, it's a materia and I read up about these live stream things that are crystallising and there's tablets that I've got to read to basically activate them to allow me to fight the monsters inside so I'll be looking out for those as well Alright, I just found the last materia, so I'm gonna go plug it into that thing. The final materia is in place. And there's a boss fight with a Genesis copy. It, oh, it just kicked my ass completely. I am dead. I think that's my first game over. Yes, jolly good. Excellent. Good show.